Hello. And we are in beautiful Tucumcari, New Mexico. It is beautiful here. I, I commented when we got into Texas in that area that it's so dry and, and the panhandle of Texas, I don't know that I would want to live there. Well, they call it the Dust Bowl. Right. And it's not exactly not dry here, but it just seems prettier for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe, Maybe because there's a the plateau in the mountains. And we have Tucumcari Mountain. I mean, like we, we open the door to the RV and we're looking at Tucumcari Mountain. We are. It's a beautiful view across a field. And about seven bulls. Yeah, and <laughs> Ron says, hey, I talk bull. And I'm like, mm-hmm, I know you do. <laughs> it's funny, though, because they're, they're kind of vocal, when they, you know, and, and we, we can hear them. And uh, also this uh, bird, this blackbird that's been hanging around the RV for some weird reason, but it's like, go away. He was making some nice sounds. It wasn't irritating. <laughs> but, so we're actually leaving Tucumcari this morning, continuing to head west on Route 66, where we will uh, go through Santa Rosa, stop in Santa Fe for a couple of days, before we get to Albuquerque on Thursday. I'm excited to get there and stay in one place for more than two days. <laughs> right? Well, hey, we're going to be in Albuquerque for... A, the RV will be in Albuquerque for all, for a week, but... We are flying this weekend up to Wisconsin for my grandparents' seventieth wedding anniversary. Seventy. I'm glad I wore. I bought a coat. <laughs> well, you need a coat here. It's been getting down in the twenties at night. True. In, in Texas, through all. Of, actually, it started in Oklahoma and then through Texas and now in New Mexico. And yeah, it's been cold. But uh, so let's kind of take you through our our route here and uh, the baseball spots along the way. So. We mentioned last week in Tulsa, they had the Drillers. They are the double-A affiliate of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Well, then we get to Oklahoma City, and they have the triple-A affiliate of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And what I really, really liked about Chickasaw Bricktown Ballpark there is there are three statues outside that stadium, all Hall of Famers, none of whom played for the Brooklyn or Los Angeles Dodgers. They are all Oklahomans. And I thought that was really neat. It was Warren Spahn, who played for the Braves, Mickey Mantle, who played for the Yankees, and Johnny Bench, and Mickey Mantle, who we saw a statue in Commerce, Oklahoma, and Johnny Bench, who played for the Reds. So that, I thought, was really, really neat and kind of a, a, a touch of class to for the Oklahomans. Yeah, for the Okies. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is really nice to represent uh, the folks who are from the state and... That's what local people are really going to identify with. Yeah, and uh, relate to, and um, that's kind of neat. Like, and, and we saw in, in Commerce right along Route 66. You know, there's a plaque on Mickey Mantle's boyhood home. Uh, Route 66 will not take us through Johnny Bench's hometown or where Warren Spahn lived, but uh, it, it's just neat. And then right next door to Oklahoma City Thunder, Thunder. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to them in a minute. Right next door to the Dodgers Stadium in Oklahoma City is the Oklahoma Sports Hall of Fame with another statue out front. A man I consider the greatest athlete who ever lived, Jim Thorpe. Pro Football Hall of Famer, played Major League Baseball, played professional basketball, uh, was an Olympian in track in 1912, gold medalist in track 
in, in the 1912 Olympics. So yeah, he was a do-it-all guy. Jim Thorpe, he's basically my athletic hero and always has been and always will be. Well, and we keep saying we need to go back to places, you know, the next time we're in such and such, the next time we're in Amarillo, we want to do this. The next time yeah. we're in whatever, we want to do this. But I think Oklahoma City has to be one that we definitely get back and spend some time in. Yeah, because so I the, do know that the, Jim Thorpe yeah. is one of your heroes. And I would love to go to, the, well, like actually walk through that Oklahoma Sports Hall of Fame. I did go to the Softball Hall of Fame. So the Women's College World Series for the NCAA is held annually in Oklahoma City. And it's it's getting uh, remodeled. They're actually adding a they're about four thousand seats with an upper deck. So when I was there uh, last week, it was kind of tore up. <laughs> yeah, it it was a construction site. Uh, but the softball hall of fame though is really for, cool. It's free uh, to walk through. It's it's uh, a couple of levels, and they even recognize and honor the umpires in that hall of fame. Can you believe wow. that? Wow! Right? Yeah. But you know, and there it are, is tough work. Yeah. There are a lot of recognizable names that, who are in the the softball hall, namely Jessica Mendoza, who is currently calling Major League Baseball for ESPN, and then Jenny Finch, who is just, I mean, all-world softball player, led the U.S. to gold medals and things in 2004 or something like that, and she's she's all over that uh, Hall of Fame. She was a Hall of Fame enshrinee in 2016, and she's played in, like, the one... Um, the All-Star Game does, like, the celebrity game, you know? Yeah. Um, she's participated in that before. So for Major League Baseball fans, the Softball Hall will, will have at least two recognizable names there, Jessica Mendoza and Jenny Finch. And it's, it's, it's worth going through. Uh, the, the people there are, are really nice, and I'm actually going to be interviewing someone from there for a sports fan's guide to Route 66, which I'm working on uh, Monday, roaming around Tucumcari. Spoke with the rodeo coach at Mesa Lands Community College. Uh, it's a two-year school, but they compete in rodeo with the four-year schools. There's only about I don't know forty or fifty schools across the country that have rodeo, and they're they're not in the NCAA. They're in the National Interscholastic Rodeo Association, and because they're not affiliated with the NCAA, these college athletes can actually compete as professional rodeo cowboys and cowgirls. And so they can make a living doing this while going to school. So when you were there, were they doing any practicing of any roping or No, I was anything? in the coach's office. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Gotcha. <laughs> no, there was one kid in there who had a broken arm. Uh, and he fell off a bull. Yeah, something you will never say about me. Right. Because I'll never be on one to yeah, begin with. Yeah, exactly. I, I talked to one kid who was being recruited from the, the state of Oregon. And I asked him, and he rides bulls. And I asked him if he wore a hel if he wears a helmet, or if he's one of these guys who just wears a cowboy hat. And he goes, you know, I thought about a couple times just wearing a hat, but no, I wear a helmet. <laughs> and I was like, that's smart. Yes, that a is smart. Eighteen-year-old kid named TJ. He's actually though I saw him outside this building, at the college, and uh, I was just like, hey, where are the radio? Uh, radio? Where, where are the rodeo uh, grounds? And he goes, oh, they're over there, past the, all these this complex of baseball fields which we'll talk about in a second but then he was like well the coach is right inside you want to talk to him i was like oh yeah so he actually introduced me to matt he was the uh 2019 nira coach of the year that's pretty cool yeah so they compete the second weekend in october at the fairgrounds uh here in tucumcari and right next door is the, there's six fields. Some are baseball, some are softball, some are, some are reserved for little league. But there's one larger field, and you stand behind home plate, 
And the bat, the batter's eye is essentially Tucumcari Mountain. I mean, that is a beautiful sight, and it'd be it almost would make it more difficult to concentrate on the ball because you're looking at this gorgeous red mountain with trees on it and stuff. It would, but I think I'm sure if you grew up here, you would be used to yeah, it. Yeah, probably so. get used to it. But if you're a visiting player or whatever, you know, maybe not. A little home field advantage, right? Sure. <laughs> And, which there was none of in the World Series home field advantage <laughs> because it's for the good first segue. time thank you <laughs> because for the first time ever the home team did not win a single game in the World Series and not just in baseball this has never happened in any professional North American sport where they do best of seven series it had never happened in the NHL never happened in the NBA first time ever 2019 World Series, the Nationals winning all four games at Minute Maid Park, and the Astros stealing those three at Nationals Park. But the Nationals winning the World Series, visited the White House on Monday, had a, had their parade on Saturday. But last Monday, during Game 7, we didn't even see most of the game because we were at the Oklahoma City Thunder game and as part of the Route 66 sports book. We but we did, did get we, to see some yeah, of the game because we went into the club level. Second or third quarter, we went down to the club level, and I kind of snuck us in. I kind of walked by. I'm not sure if we were supposed to be there in there. I don't know if it was a common area or not. Yeah, I, it, it was kind of hard to tell. It actually said something about it was called the Commons, right? But it there was a bar and they had some TVs there, and yeah, they so had we, both the Thunder game and the World Series game on. Yep, and so the Thunder game ended. Before the baseball game did. The Thunder lost, unfortunately, for the home team. And by the way, shout out to the two former uh, University of Central Oklahoma players we t- we spoke with and in, in that club commons area. They were great. They were a lot of fun yeah. to talk to. But uh, so the game's over. The ba- basketball game's over. And the baseball game is still going on. It was like the seventh inning because that was like a four-hour game. And so we're, we walked just down the block to a place called Whiskey Chicks and, and watched the rest of the game there. And, you know, it, kinda, it just... Uh, unbelievable how that turned out. I mean, you just don't see home teams losing, especially with a team like the Astros, who won 107 games during the regular season. Is, and, and and by the way, I misspoke earlier when I said uh, Game 7 was, was last Monday. It was actually Wednesday. It was the uh, 30th. But That's easy enough to do. We have been, I was looking at it, we've been to four different places since last Monday. <laughs> yep, so... It, we stayed see, the where, night in yeah, four different places. Yeah, where we spent the night, it was... Oklahoma City, Amarillo, which they have the Padres AA affiliate, and they won the Texas League last year in their first year of existence, moving to Amarillo. Beautiful park called Hodgetown. It was completed about two weeks before opening day, before they threw the first pitch. The park was ready to go two weeks earlier, so good thing they didn't have any real construction delays there. Right. Well, and in between those two, we stayed at the Gray County West area. Oh, yeah, near McLean, Texas. And then here. And now we're in Tucumcari. And today will tonight we'll be in Santa Fe after we go through Santa Rosa and uh, what was the other? There's another place too. Oh, Las Vegas, New Mexico. Yeah, we're going to Vegas, baby. Woohoo! <laughs> a little bit of a different uh, feel, I'm sure. Yeah. But so we're seeing a, a lot of minor league parks along the way, and the the Dodgers though it's in- interesting because you've got Tulsa, Oklahoma City. That's their double and triple A respectively. We're going to be going through Rancho Cucamonga, which is on Route 66, and where the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes play, they are the Dodgers' single-A affiliate, and then when we get into Los Angeles, we'll be going right by Dodger Stadium. So, like, literally every step of their system, 
They have a stadium along Route 66, single A, double A, triple A, and the big league club right on Route 66. I really hope, I, I've, I've put a, a message to the Dodgers. I really hope I can talk to someone with the Dodgers for the book and heck, maybe even for the podcast about their spot along Route 66 because the Cardinals have the big league team in St. Louis and then the Springfield Cardinals, the double A team, but that's it. Memphis is further to the south and Peoria is further to the north. Neither are on Route 66. The sod poodles are with the Padres, but that's it. Yeah, and I think it's really just interesting. I'm curious why they have an affiliate out this as far east as Oklahoma City, for example. Yeah, it's definitely interesting that they don't have uh, more clubs in California. They got their single-A team in Rancho Cucamonga, but usually teams like to keep their triple-A team close in case they need to call someone up for an injury or whatever. But yeah, so it is, it is rather odd that the Dodgers have their AAA team in Oklahoma City. Uh, I, I can't forget an, the other affiliated team we're going to be going by, and that's the Albuquerque Isotopes. They are affiliated with the Colorado Rockies. So there is a major league footprint a bit on Route 66, but nothing like what the Dodgers have with four teams, single, double, AAA, and the, the big league team. Right on Route 66. It's it's pretty cool. Like if if I was a Dodgers fan, like that would be one draw for me to do Route 66 at least from Tulsa West. Absolutely, that would be fun. And you know what? You you can maybe even look at the schedule and see if Tulsa plays Springfield. You know, maybe the the Springfield Cardinals because they're both Double A. So maybe you know you start in Springfield and then go and then come down to Oklahoma that way. Uh, but but yeah, it's it's very neat. Uh, Joplin, by the way, has a minor league stadium. They really don't have a minor league team anymore. They got a college wood bat league, um, but uh, they used to have a minor league team. But Missouri Southern plays at, or used to play, I should say, at Joe Becker Stadium. It's an old stadium, like Mickey Mantle played there. Old, old stadium. Uh, so seeing some baseball sites along Route 66, and, and it, it's been fun. I'm, I also like that I'm, I'm getting immersed in other sports that I don't necessarily like know a lot about, like rugby in Tulsa or rowing in Oklahoma City with the uh, U.S. Olympic Training Facility there. And on Monday, learning about rodeo, because guess what? We're going to see more rodeo spots when we going through New Mex- the rest of New Mexico and Arizona. Oh, so I'm I sure of brush that. Up. Right? <laughs> Get to know your bulls. Well, we did see the bulls in Amarillo. Remember the hockey team? We did. That's yeah, true. The Amarillo Bulls, and uh, that that was a lot of fun. Um, and God, we this little seven year old girl was sitting right in front of us. She was so adorable, and she was funny. Her mom, she had a loose tooth, but every stoppage of play, her mom's trying to yank her tooth out. It was hilarious. Well, she was trying to get it out herself at first, right? And she was messing with it, and then her mom was trying, but every time she would try, she would pull away from her. But yeah, she, a little Olivia, she's adorable. She was friggin' cute as a button. She was telling me how she played softball, by the way. Yeah, it all comes full circle. That's right. Yeah. It's been fun, though, like when we pull into places, telling people about Home Run on Wheels. Sold a, sold a few books, uh, signed copies here along the way, um, which is nice. Uh, it's so, <laughs> at that Gray County rest area, the, the, this trucker named Jerry, who's parked right next to us, he moved his vehicle over a little bit so we could put our slide out out, which is very nice of him. And then he asked what we were doing, and we told him, and, he, and then he bought a book. And 
I saw through the window like later that night. He was reading it. I was like, yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But he also told me that we might have had a celebrity neighbor while we were at that rest area. They were about three doors down, I think. Something like that, but it wasn't that band. It was a musical <laughs> artist, allegedly, with Florida plates on this big, long Prevost bus, which is like an RV, minus the slide outs, but it's like, it was like 45 feet long. And then they were towing a trailer that had Tennessee plates on it. Now, Florida Georgia Line was the rumored band in that bus. Because they saw he saw a truck that was carrying equipment, right? Yes. There was a semi-truck that had pulled out or had pulled in with them, and then the truck left, and it had Florida Georgia Line plastered on it, but the bus stayed there. Florida Georgia Line, this week, is starting a, like four shows over the next week in Las Vegas, so it kind of made sense if they were going from Tennessee to Las Vegas that they would be taking I-40, which is what we were on, all the way out there. And, and um, so it was the Florida plate on the bus and the Tennessee plate on the trailer that made me think that he he might he may have been right. He also said he thought he maybe he, he maybe saw one of the band members through the window, like the uh, passenger window. So I was so tempted to just go knock on the door and be like, "Hey, uh, you got any sugar?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> I am your neighbor. Let me some sugar. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Uh, and with that, we're gonna call it a uh, day. We gotta hit the road. Hit head to Santa Fe. Do you know the way? I do. I also know the way to San Jose. <laughs> so, anyway, all right. You guys have a great day. Thank you for listening to our nonsense. We'll talk to you next week on the Home Run on Wheels podcast. Mixtapes got a little hang, little Drake, a little something bumping, thump, thumping on the wheel ride. The mix and our drinks a little stronger than you think. So get a grip, take a sip of that, feel right. Trucks jacked up, flat bills flip back. Yeah, you can find us where the party's at. This is how we roll.